Um, Please turn to Luke chapter 22. Uh, We'll be going over verses 14 through 20. Uh, Before we read this passage, I'd like to set the stage a little bit. The previous section here tells us that Jesus and his disciples were in the process of celebrating the Passover. This meal was established by God as a remembrance of when God delivered Israel out of Egypt. Let's go back there for a minute. Israel had been in bondage to Egypt for 400 years, and God decided to use Moses to deliver them to the promised land. God hardened the heart of Pharaoh and then proceeded to use a series of plagues so that Israel could tell their children how God made a mockery of the Egyptians and so Israel would know that he is the Lord. I want to read to you from Exodus 11 about that last plague. In verse 4 it says, Thus says the Lord, About midnight I am going out into the midst of Egypt, and all the firstborn in the land of Egypt shall die. From the firstborn of the Pharaoh who sits on his throne, even to the firstborn of the slave girl who is behind the millstones, all the firstborn of the cattle as well. Moreover, there shall be a great cry in all the land of Egypt, such as there has not been before, and such shall never be again. I want to read that last section there. There shall be a great cry in all of the land of Egypt, such as there has not been before, and shall never be again. But against any of the sons of Israel, a dog will not even bark. Think about that night for a minute. That is staggering. What do you think that night looked like? Every firstborn of Egypt, even the cattle, a cry that has never been heard before and will never be heard again. That night was the most sorrowful night in human history. Can you imagine what went through those Israelites' heads? What you would have thought? And God did this to show that he is the Lord. Wow. God then goes on to describe to Moses that he will save Israel from this destruction. I will not go into all of the details of the Passover dinner, but I want to highlight some details. They needed to sacrifice a lamb and spread the blood on their doorstep, on their doorposts. And God said, the blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you live. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you and no plague will befall on you. That blood held importance to those Israelites. God instituted this practice as a memorial of when they were saved. He instituted the Passover celebration. And God did this to help them remember God as their deliverer, their savior, and their redeemer. So when Jesus was there on the night that he was betrayed, that meal had significance to those people, to the disciples, because they were remembering God as the deliverer, the savior, and the redeemer. Now let's read... Um, 22:14. When the hour had come, Jesus, he reclined, reclined at the table and the apostles with him. And he said to them, I have earnestly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say to you, I shall never eat it again until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And when he had, given the, when he had taken a cup and given thanks, he said, take this and share it among yourselves. For I say to you, I will not drink from the fruit of the vine from now on until the kingdom of God has come. And when he had taken some bread and given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. 
Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, he took the cup after they had eaten. He said, this cup is poured out for you. It is a new covenant in my blood. The focus here is much different than the Passovers leading up to this. Jesus was changing the game on them. He took the bread and he said, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. He moved this meal to a remembrance of God saving Israel from Egypt from a remembrance of God saving Israel to Egypt to a remembrance of Jesus and his saving sacrifice for us. Then he took the cup and said, This cup which is poured out for you is a new covenant in my blood. He was once again changing the perspective from blood that was spilt to save Israel to blood that was poured out to, the, to save those whom he had chosen for eternal salvation. We spent some time talking about the significance of the Passover and sat in the despair of the great cry in all of the land of Egypt. And to contrast that with what Jesus did with this meal is impressive. Those whom God had chosen to save with Jesus' blood are not being saved from an evening of killing firstborns. Those whom God has chosen to save with Jesus' blood are being saved from an eternity of God pouring out his wrath on mankind. Jesus, for us, moved the focal point of this celebration from Egypt to Calvary. As John MacArthur said it, we don't look back at the blood on the doorpost and the lintel. We go back to the blood shed on the cross. That is the point of contact for God's redeeming and saving power. And that's what Jesus was doing the night before his death. He was transforming the Passover into the communion. This time in our service when we celebrate communion... We remember Jesus' body and blood by taking a piece of cracker and a cup of juice. We have an opportunity to remember the same God that struck Egypt's firstborns had every right to pour his eternal wrath on us, but he didn't. But this time is set aside for those whom he has saved by his body and blood that it represents. If you don't put your faith and trust in Jesus, if you don't trust his sacrificial blood will save you from God's wrath, I'd like to ask you to let the elements pass by. I'm glad you're here, and I would love to talk to you about this sacrifice. But this was established as a time for believers to worship their Savior together. For the rest of you, take the cup, take the cracker. Remember Jesus' body and blood. Remember him as your deliverer, your Savior, your Redeemer, and take communion on your own today. Men, can you come serve us?